Hey sis, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Haley. And today we are going to be talking about where we put ourselves, like our energy, emotionally, mentally, physically, financially, all of that. Haley's sister actually gave us this idea. So thank you, Emma. Um, (laughs) And we just really liked it because, I mean, I I know, at least for me, I don't all the time think about like where I'm giving my energy and why. And so this was just like, it was really good for me to just think about and I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. Um, like Emma said, I texted my sister. I was like, what do you want to know about like in college? And she was like, how do you figure out where to give of yourself? And I was like, mm, excellent question. We don't fully have it down yet, but yeah. I thought it was like a real, I don't know. I just thought it was really good. I was talking to one of my coworkers about how this idea of balance kind of like sets us up for failure in a way like not that balance is bad but I just feel like it's so hard to attain quote-unquote balance that you feel like you're failing if you're not and so I think for us it's kind of more about not this perfect balance but like knowing where our priorities lie and putting energy into those priorities I guess more so than like a certain balance so yeah that's kind of the why behind it um but also we did want to quickly say Thank you for 5,000 downloads. We hit that number a week or two ago, and we're really excited about it. Um, But, you know, anybody wants to listen to our little baby podcast. So thank you guys for that and for all the support. Yeah, I agree. I edit these, and so every time I'm just like, who said we can do this? Like, who who said? (laughs) And then to get to 5,000 downloads, I'm just like shocked. (laughs) I know. I'm like, thank you. So yeah, thank you guys so much for that. Okay, so we are just gonna talk about it, I guess. Like, we'll just have a normal conversation. And then at the end, we kind of, we had questions from you. And then we asked you guys some questions, because we wanted to know, like, how do you guys do this, too? So we'll read some of those um, as well. Yeah. So first off, what does that even mean? Like, what does giving of yourself even mean? to you I was thinking of it as like I really liked you'll go into how you broke it down in a second but I think of it as like my time energy and resources and yeah I kind of that's how I kind of separate it out I think energy is kind of like emotionally like spiritually things like that and then like resources can be like financially I guess more finances and um what I have to give or offer other people maybe my gifts my talents things like that Um, And then time is kind of more just like literally how do I prioritize my time? So that's kind of how I broke it down in my head. Yeah, I love that because I broke it down like totally different. I broke it down like how do you give of yourself emotionally, mentally, physically, and then financially too. But as I was like going through the rest of our notes for this, they all kind of bleed together. Totally, Um, yeah. And so I think that's cool that we do it differently, but kind of the same. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think the goal is that they do kind of bleed together to form this like one cohesive thing. Life. Yeah. 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 So if we're being real, let's just get into it. How do you like, honestly, how do you break up your time and energy and like those characteristics in your yeah. life right now? Um, I feel like I'm in a unique situation right now because of, well, one COVID. Um, yeah. So, like, things just look different in general right now. But then also, like, I have a little bit more freedom to work from home if I choose to 
or um, go into the office if I choose to. So I think for me, this summer has kind of been a reset of my priorities, I want to say. Like, not that, I don't know, when I was in high school and even some in college, it was just like, school is my priority. And like, obviously, I've still, you know, you know, I took my freaking stats class this summer. School is still a huge priority to me. But I've realized that as much as I love learning and as much as I love my education and things like that, I really and truly don't know how I would have survived this summer without like my family and my close friends. And so it's just kind of taught me like, okay, yeah, I need to work to make money to support myself. I need to like, go to school because I mean that is something I value and I want to like further my education but like ultimately family and friends are like like my relationships are the most important to me and I feel like because of my job my like work situation and because we can't really go anywhere um I've been able to like put more time into the things I value and also like read more and things like that so I feel like right now I'm in a good place but I would say I'm definitely that's not the norm I would not say that's normally where I'm at like I'm usually it's like school work school work school work and then okay I'll like sprinkle in my friends a little bit and like I'll call my mom like once a week you know (laughs) yeah 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 I would agree with that I think that like this COVID season whatever we're going through pandemic it has reset my priorities too like yeah especially because we graduated and then we're moving into our own apartment and stuff and then just like having the opportunity to invest in like family and stuff like that I truly am like leaving home being like I still want to maintain like my these relationships like my family relationships like well because like their family I don't know it's just like it's yeah because like I'm like you too I can tend to work all the time and um when I was in school do that like just be doing stuff all the time and I still struggle with that like in all reality I know that when life goes back to normal it's gonna be hard for me to be like yeah oh my gosh like let's just go get lunch because I miss you or whatever like this time at home before leaving has definitely I think given roots and like a foundation for the priorities that like truly do matter to my heart and I'm excited for that yeah Um, me too I hope it I hope it sticks I hope this is a permanent reset we'll hold each other accountable (laughs) yeah um but yeah but like if I'm being honest definitely prioritize work and what I'm doing over a lot of other things that maybe even fulfill me more than like my job which is sad yeah yeah let's I also just yeah I also just think part of that is truly a cultural thing is just like a lot of your worth is found in like succeeding in your job I guess and so I think like it is kind of like countercultural to like maybe not put that first I guess if that makes I don't yeah. know if that makes sense but no I think I, I think that's a tendency for a lot of people just because like that's kind of what we're told is what makes us like successful or defines our worth I guess yeah and as a three-wing four and you a two-wing three it's just <laughs> yeah <laughs> even in more us. real yeah yeah going off of that though like ideally where do you want to be giving and then like why like in what I guess the point of this question is to just talk about like what things are important what things like do you find valuable enough to be sacrificing like your time and resources and I don't know your mental space and emotional space um yeah and why just because I feel like 
the rationalization of that might be helpful to people and helpful to me. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's really good. I think, like I said, I've had a reset to where I'm like, no, it's like about my family and like my people. And I think like, I don't know if this is good advice. It's probably, I don't know. I was, my, I, when I was talking to my sister, I've, I've literally been trying to convince her to come home all summer. She lives in Utah and I've been trying to convince her to come home all summer. Um, and she's been just like stressed with school and stuff. And I was just saying like, obviously it's, it's selfish of me to want to come home or for her to come home. She has a job and a life up there, but like, I just miss her. <laughs> and so I've just been talking to her. We've been talking a lot about just like, honestly, I think it's worth to some degree sacrificing school and work for time with your family and time with the people that matter to you and I'm not okay what I'm not saying is blow off school to like hang out with your friends all the time that's not what I'm saying but (laughs) what I am saying is that those support system relationships yeah really really matter and like honestly yeah, maybe you have, like, an opportunity to, like, work somewhere. And, and maybe it is your dream job and you do want to take it. But if it's just, like, eh, I could work here and, like, I could put my time here and, like, make a little bit of money. Or, like, oh, I could, like, take some extra classes and get ahead. But it means, like, sacrificing time with your family or the people that matter to you. Like, maybe that's actually – maybe that's just what we're told matters. And maybe it's not what actually matters. And, like, I think it's okay to, like, sacrifice those things. Not do poorly in them, but just, like, evaluate those areas I don't know if that made any sense literally whatsoever but but that's I don't know that's just what I've been thinking a lot about lately it's just that like I think we're we've been we have to figure out what actually like are we putting our energy into what actually matters to us are we putting our energy into what we're told is supposed to matter to us I think yeah (laughs) I think it made sense when I was like going through this whole Enneagram kick or whatever I had a really hard time with that concept of being like well there's nothing to show for me doing well in relationships and right as a three it's unhealthily it does matter to me that I can see the stats in my mind or whatever right and so for me just like going off of that I had to I had to reevaluate like what success looked like like does success look like the number in my savings account growing or does success look like having a good relationship and like knowing how my siblings are yeah and like truly not just being like good good how are you whatever like yeah being like emotionally one of their support systems and like best friends and like things like that it's just like okay what does like success actually mean to me and I it was it's it is a hard transition and I definitely like am still learning how to handle like the ebb and flow of that but yeah it's yeah I think it is just like we're told that certain things are supposed to matter when in reality like maybe maybe they do matter to you and that's okay but like are you being yeah just are you being told or do these actually matter to you yeah I agree I agree I broke that question down a little bit more to like the categories like emotionally mentally physically and yeah so I just want to like say it or whatever but yeah, emotionally, yeah. I think ideally, I'd be giving myself to thinking about like my stance on things and like injustices. And, and in that it kind of goes back to mentally, like, educating myself on like where I stand on things so that I can mm-hmm. like be better equipped to like educate others too. 
And then yeah. on on top of that, like also emotionally giving myself to the well-being of people and like showing empathy and practicing yeah. empathy because it's not easy for me mentally. I always want to be learning something new. I just read, I know I talked about this last podcast, but the teenage brain and it was talking about like how the brain ages and how it get, becomes harder for synapses I think to form yeah yeah I think that's right as you get older and but if you keep learning new things the next thing you learn is going to be easier because those synapses like are already there and so yeah. you don't have to like try to keep making those connect or try to make like whole new connections because like they're already there or whatever so yeah. that's like something that I would want to be giving to and then physically, I want to be giving, like, physically to my work. And then also physically, I want to be giving to myself because that's where, like, yeah. a lot of my mental health comes from. Right, right. And then financially, just more intentionally investing in those three areas, I think. Yeah. yeah. The world was idea, ideal and whatever. <laughs> and yeah. My priorities were always straight. Like, that's what it would look like for me. But yeah. I think that's really I think that's helpful to to break it down like that I really do a lot of what we are gonna be talking about honestly is is like knowing your values and making sure those things align so I think it's like super helpful to break it down it's to specifics like that yeah and it was helpful for me too because I, like I said I never just sit down and think about this stuff so yeah I was like oh like this is like a very tangible like breakdown of yeah how to do this better or whatever so yeah I don't know I think it's um, really good I'm gonna post okay this reminded me of something I know we've we've talked about her in Ray I'm gonna post some of her resources because she has kind of like prompts to kind of break down like what you were just talking about and she has this thing called like the energy matrix which is like it looks like a graph like the, the quadrant graphs oh my gosh it's been a long time since I've done math um and it kind of like like you know when you go over on the x-axis and up on the y-axis and then like yeah <laughs> are you at like obligation are you at like purpose like where are you at based on your energy I don't know it'll make That's sense when so you see it cool. I'm explaining yeah. it yeah it's I'm explaining it horribly but she also has like super good journaling prompts to like check in with where you're at and like where your priorities are at and where you want to be at. So I'm going to post those because I think that would be helpful so people can kind of like do what you did. So yes, I'll link it. I'll post them on our Instagram. Note to self right now. Okay. Yeah, I love that. I can't wait to look at it. I need to follow her because you talk about her all the time. And I'm like, yeah, totally. <laughs> I literally love her. Like she posts so many things. I'm like, wow, this is so like, it's just like practical. Like I'm like, this yeah. is like an actionable thing I can employ in my life. So going off of what Emma was saying, I think like the way I kind of think about this topic is, well, one, if you're a Christian, um, you can like put this in a religious perspective or if you're not like still applies like are we stewarding the resources god has given us well or like the universe or whatever you want to answer it there like are we stewarding those resources well and i think if you grow up in the church or like if you're in a part of the church you hear that a lot like are we stewarding our resources well but usually people are talking about finances but i think that's like really true for all the areas that we that you just listed um because like stewardship i feel like is like this kind of caretaking it's not like giving like it's not like we have a set I'm picturing like it's not like we have like a pie graph of our like energy and time and resources that we're like giving chunks out to and then eventually it'll be at like zero and there'll be nothing else it's more about like we have this whole we always have this whole how are we like taking care of it in a way I don't know I'm a little these analogies might make no sense today (laughs) so I'm so sorry but that's kind of like how I'm I've been thinking about it and 
I was actually talking to one of my coworkers today and she was mentioning this podcast that she had listened to and essentially so it was talking about like striving versus like abiding and basically it said strive for the things that allow you to abide the striving is not the goal the abiding is and I was like I heard that and I was like I'm I'm shook like first of all that's so applicable to what we're talking about but I just really really liked that like checking off boxes is not the goal like the working so hard and like this constant striving is not the goal it's like the abiding and the like just being that is the goal I thought that was really yeah, good. So good yeah and then I think she was also saying my coworker, I need to use clear antecedents <laughs> um she was also saying like clarify the things that you want to say yes to because a lot of the time I I can now that I when I heard her say this I was like I see this in my own life if you're lacking direction, you'll probably find yourself feeling really overwhelmed and overloaded because you lack a purpose behind your yes. Like if you're lacking direction, then you're more apt to say yes to a lot of things because you're like, well, I, I don't really know what to say no to and what to say yes to because there's like no purpose there. So I thought that was really good. Just like clarifying the goal behind your yes and what your yes, what you want your yes to bring you closer to, I guess. Wait, I love um, that. That's so good. Yeah, I was like, I know. I literally, ugh, it was really good. So I'm going to try to implement that in my life. And also kind of going along with that, we talked about this in my leadership training. You guys might have talked about this too. I don't know. We talked about this in like student leadership training this year. Basically, like when somebody says no to you, they're saying yes to something else. Mm -hmm. So like if somebody says like, oh, no, sorry, I can't hang out or whatever. That doesn't mean they're like saying no to you or rejecting you. Like they could be saying yes to like whatever, like nurturing themselves like physically like getting sleep or like emotionally like I don't know meditating or spending quiet time or or just like putting or maybe like putting their energy into a relationship that that's like been hurting or whatever just that it's that it's kind of like this swap like if you say no to something that means you're saying yes to something else so figure out what you want to be saying yes to so yeah Yeah. I think a lot of times we can get like offended or hurt or whatever by like not hanging out or like being there or whatever and like maybe even feel bad for the way that we say no but right that's not like that's not even the point the point is that like something yet something that is more in line with like goals priorities their heart or our heart is being said yes to in the midst of like this no you know what I'm saying yeah but that no, I think that's really good. I've really struggled with feeling guilty for saying no to things in college. I had like the worst boundaries in high school, as I've talked about before, and I said yes to everything. And so in college, I've like really, really, really had to say no to a lot of things for a long time until I figured out what I wanted my yes to be. And one of the things I went to like group counseling at GCU my freshman year. And one of the things I remember that we had to do in that group was we had to think about every time somebody like asked us to do something or like what whatever the case may be. It was like, why are you saying yes to this? Are you saying yes to this because you generally want to be there? Are you saying yes to this because you feel like you'll let someone down if you don't? Are you saying yes to this because like X, Y, Z, whatever the reason is. And I realized that like a lot of the time I would be saying yes to things out of like people's expectations for me or like. I would be like, I'd be really busy or something. And I would say yes to it, which like, like I was saying, I I prioritize relationships at this point over like the rest. But at the same time, if you're so stressed about something and somebody asks you to do something and you say yes to them, you're not even going to be able to truly cultivate that relationship because you're going to spend the entire time being so, so stressed about what you still have to do that like, 
being with them is going to feel like a checkbox. Like, oh, I said yes. Like, I hung out with them. Check. Yeah, you know? exactly. And, yeah. And so, I don't know. I thought that was, like, a really good practice and, like, really taking the time to, like, pause between um, committing to something, whatever that may be, like, whatever you're committing to, just to, like, take a pause and evaluate what you really want and is it bringing bring you closer to what you want so yeah I thought that was good um no Um, and like we're in a spot right now where we don't really have to worry about school we're working pretty like fewer hours or at home or whatever and so like the demands on us currently like in our life right now aren't the same as they were in college and it's like so yeah I second what Haley said it's like if you have to get stuff done if like stuff is expected of you one, like, why are those things being expected of you? Is it because you felt obligated to be in that situation or is it because you want to be there? And then after that, yeah, um, it's important that you feel like fulfill those obligations to the things that like are true to like where you want to be and what you want to be doing. And yeah. it's okay to say no to people in times where like the education or the student leadership position or whatever is asking more of you than it will in future times or it has in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I think like you kind of said before, like things do ebb and flow. And I think right now we're in a unique situation in quarantine um, and in this like pandemic that we really don't like, I think right now we can take the time to notice what we don't miss. Yeah. And that can like really help clarify priorities. Cause right now there's not a lot of things that we really, there's not a lot of, opportunities to say no to things because there's not even a lot of opportunities to like say yes to things because there's just you can't really do much so just like being like okay actually in this time what do I not miss I'm like oh I actually don't miss like being crazy busy all the time oh I actually like really enjoy like carving out this time to read oh I actually really enjoy like talking to my family a lot and just like chilling with my family and so it's like taking the time now to kind of realize that when there aren't all of these maybe outside expectations or outside demands on you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very good. Okay. We're, we're going to go into, we said we we're going to make this short. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Sorry about this. Um, but honestly, I think this is like a very valuable episode because I think it's just a constant, I feel like it's just a constant like evolution for everybody yeah. of figuring this out your whole yeah. life. Um, yeah, this is one of those so the, things that we're never going to fully arrive at either. We're just going to keep figuring yeah. out how to do it better for ourselves <laughs> and for others. I but, agree yeah. because, yeah, because as you continue to, like, grow and get older, like, your values can, like, could change. Like, if you have, if you get married or have a family, like, your values are obviously going to change or, like, the demands on you might change as your career change. Like, there's just going to be a lot of, I don't know, just a lot of changes. So just kind of getting into the practice of being in tune with what your values are so with that first question from you guys was how do you narrow down what is most important to you okay I'm going to go back to where I was in college just because I feel like that's more applicable to you guys but what I would say is that I would evaluate where I was at mentally physically emotionally and then after that figure out what was required of me and like I know we said don't make a list but to to like actually do make a list of like okay what has to be done and in what order yeah and then once those things are done then what am I emotionally physically and mentally able to do and then do that so like if I had tests the next day and I had to study like that was top priority but then if I also had to go to work 
in between like like the study time and like when the test was then I'd be like okay so I need to study during this time and then after work this time but I have to go to work so I need to be like mentally physically like I need to be well rested I need to be mentally prepared to like Mm -hmm. go do that so then I would be like okay so I probably can't go hang out with friends and be up like really late or whatever because I still need to be invested or whatever and then after like that after those things that had that were required of me were done then I would be like okay do I have the mental capacity to then in addition invest in my friendships and in my relationships or do I just need to go take a minute you know yeah I think kind of like well you're saying like you need to be ready physically like when you're talking about this you're saying you need to be ready like physically and mentally whatever for work so you need to make sure you're well rested and that just kind of made me think like when we are like actually trying to implement our priorities like not borrowing from other areas or not taking away from other areas like not being like okay well I need to like study for a test so I'm just gonna like cut into my sleep or I'm just gonna like whatever because I think like yeah I don't know you don't want to like steal from other areas like obviously yeah sometimes you probably are gonna need to like you might have to like reevaluate, but not like stealing from other areas because I don't know. I just feel like then you get really, really un- imbalanced. And I don't know if that makes uh, any sense. I don't just- know if I get it because it's like to do all the things. I just remember in college, like to do all the things that I needed to do and like do all the things that I wanted to do well, I definitely like did have to. Like I had to borrow from time with my friends and I had to, sometimes I had to borrow from sleep and just get a coffee in the morning. And like, you know, I, like, I definitely think that you're not borrowing from your priorities. It's just like borrowing from your resources. I feel like, like you had. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely is what I was trying to say. Yeah. I think more what I'm saying is don't cut into your non-negotiables. Like, I think it is important to honestly have non-negotiables and like figure out what those are for you. And I'm not saying like you need to stick rigidly to them. Like for me, one of my non-negotiables is like working out like five times a week. Not because I feel like I have to work out five times a week, but because I know that mentally I will not be like in a good place if I like don't go to the gym like five days a week, you know? Yeah. And there are obviously, yeah, there are totally days where I'm like, okay, I didn't get enough sleep or like I didn't eat enough or whatever that I'm not in like a good enough state to go to the gym. So in that way, like I do cut into a non-negotiable and that it's, I, I do listen to my body. Like listening to your body, I think is very, very important, but I'm not going to try to fill that space with something else. Like if I'm like, oh, I, I'm not feeling well enough to go to the gym today. I'm, I'm going to like take that time to rest. I'm not going to like fill that time with like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm not going to the gym. So I'm going to work more, you know? Yeah. Does that make yeah, sense? No, definitely. Like, if you have a gap, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of what I'm trying to say is, like, determine what your non-negotiables are. Listen to your body when your non-negotiables might not work. But don't try to, like, don't don't fill that space with something else, you know? Because usually, like, if you have to – if you're at a point where you have to kind of cut into a non-negotiable, that's usually a pretty big indicator that, like, something is off and you need to take time to reset. So, like, take that time to reset. Don't just, like, fill it with something, I guess. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Okay. That was, like, a really long way to get to my point. Um, okay, second thing, how do you make sure that you're living at your values and that your actions align with your values? So this question was hard for me when I was looking at it. Yeah, so, okay, for this one, I really think it's a matter of constant checking in with yourself. Like, I think you have to be extremely active in making sure that you're where you want to be. Like, I'm not saying, 
I don't know, like values change for sure. Like your values, like I said, could change. But I think if you go too long without checking in with yourself, then eventually you can kind of get to a point where like, wait, I've strayed so far from where I have from where I wanted to be in terms of like time, energy, resources. Like I've strayed so far from where I want to, wanted to be. Like, how did I get here? So I think it is being really intentional in checking in with like, okay, this is what I value. Okay, this is what I'm doing. Do those things like line up? Are they parallel to each other instead of just being like okay like you know in January whatever the beginning of the year like okay these are the things I value for the year and then just like I'm just giving this example and then just like never checking in again like it's like no you have to constantly be like okay where am I at this week where's my time at this week where's my energy at this week where's my resources at this week and is that in alignment with what I truly want I just think it's an extremely active process because you really cannot be passive about it or you will just end up kind of going with the flow of what's demanded or expected of you yeah yeah that's really good I'm just gonna second what you said okay <laughs> love it I'm still um, learning too guys okay <laughs> me too I'm saying a lot of things but we're gonna try to put them into practice <laughs> okay next question is how do you balance all the things you want to do and finding the time to do what you value so I think this one to me what you want to do the thing about this one is I was like what you want to do should align with what you value yeah so if you feel like if you feel like you're balancing what you want to do and what you value, like those things are should be one. And so if you feel like you're having to balance those things, like evaluate, is that actually what you want to do? Because like th- those should be the same. That should be an overlap, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, like, it does. I feel 100%. like if there's a, if there's a separation of those two, it's like, okay, is that actually what you want to do then? And but also like I know sometimes people talk about like if if something you value is like quiet time or working out or reading the Bible, like those are more like day-to-day things, then I think in that case, you know, build it, build those disciplines and build them in a sacred time. Build them in as that non-negotiable time that you don't touch. And then the things you, maybe if those are like your core values or the things that keep you like gra- grounded and rooted, then that's your sacred time. And then the things you want to do, you just like don't touch that time because you know you need those in order to give yourself like fully to what you quote unquote want to do. Yeah. How do you find a balance of being helpful as a Christian and maintaining healthy boundaries? Go on, let's hear it. (laughs) Honestly, I have a harder time like wanting to be helpful as a Christian because I feel like it's a, okay, I'm doing this because I should and I don't really like that. Like I want to do things because I want to. So I think it goes back just to like your answer for the last question. It's like, okay, are you doing these things because you want to or are you doing these things because they're actually a part of like your values and your purpose and your heart? Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that I kind of like have had to work through. It's like, okay, am I doing these things because I'm told that I am supposed to because of like my religion or am I doing these things because like this actually fulfills me and makes me feel like a better person? And like if religion is like something that influences your life, then like, again, those should be vice versa things, you know, like those should intertwine. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think like kind of what you were saying is like, yes, Christianity tells us to like be helpful and love people well. And like, we should 100% do that. But like, the whole point of like Jesus is that it's not about like checkbox faith. Like it's not about just like going through the motions of certain things. It's about your heart. And so ideally, those are going to be in alignment, like truly truly helping or being there for people because you want to and not because you know you're going through the motions of it but I do think as somebody who struggles probably more so with like boundaries or or helping 
for maybe the wrong reasons, I think like, because I'm a two on the Enneagram is why I'm saying that. Why are you helping? Like, are you helping to earn love? Are you helping to be perceived a certain way? Yes, you're supposed to give selflessly, but don't give to your own depletion and make sure that you're giving for the right reasons, certainly. And I I just think like people obviously say like you can't pour from an empty cup. And that's obviously true. And I just think like, while it isn't about us, like literally nothing here is about us. We still have to put ourselves first in order to, like, make it about other people. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, And we're all a part of the body of Christ. So, like, if everyone is supposed to be helping, then, like, how is the church going to be ran? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many other skills that, like, go into it. So, if, like, flat out just saying yes to what people need isn't easy for you, yes, sacrificially love believers, but also know that, like, the way that you're supposed to be serving the church will also like align closer to like where your heart is yeah no that that completely makes sense like we're given certain gifts and talents for a reason and we like we're going to be the healthiest like most effective body of christ when we're all in alignment with our gifts and using those god-given gifts to our fullest abilities which might mean saying no to things that don't align or that you're not called to like you said obviously sacrificially love but you know saying saying no to certain things to say yes to other areas where you know you can actually like really make a bigger difference or do the things do something in a better way i guess i do want to say like in terms of boundaries it's always like that's always a hard thing so if you're talking about like a specific relationship, I would say really evaluate like if there is reciprocity in the relationship, because I just think, again, it goes back to knowing what you value because boundaries are set up to protect the things that you value. So the clearer you are on your values, I think the clearer you can be with your boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I guess that's my answer to that. And then the last question from you guys is tricks on finding motivation to give your time to the actual important things. This is a little bit more about, you know, time management practically. One question, or not question, one conversation that I had with my brother, um, it it was like about mental health and how like it is such a rarity in society today and in just like culture, especially like in the younger generations. So if you're you're doing things that are just draining to your mental health and like you're not happy or you're um I don't know just like overall drained like you're going to lack motivation and so I think to find like a trick to find motivation is to just be in tune with like how you are yeah if you're draining your mental health and sacrificing to do all these things that you think you should do and like maybe you even value but like you're sacrificing your mental health for you're not going to have motivation to do the things that are important to you yeah I think that's really good I think well what I was gonna say for that is that um for me things are like for me time management is less about motivation and it's more about discipline like um what we said podcast if you guys listen to them they've talked about this in terms of like working out like it's not about being motivated to go to the gym it's about being disciplined in it and I think that's true here as well and I was gonna say I think that's true with mental health like you brought that up and I was like oh that makes sense like for me, obviously I've talked about like my anxiety before. It really is a discipline like to take care of my mental health. Like it's a discipline to be like, okay, I need, I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to take my pills and drink a glass of water. And then I'm going to go to the gym. I need to make sure I go to the gym. Like I said, whatever, five days a week is my like happiest number to go to the gym to like make sure I'm careful. Okay. I need to like 
make sure that I am consuming things that that uplift me not I mean not putting myself in a bubble but I need to be intentional when I'm consuming okay I need to like make sure that I'm trying to keep a consistent sleep schedule and listening to my body like that really is a discipline and it's in building that foundation that I think you're able to I don't know I guess like you said find that motivation to do maybe other things if that makes sense okay so now we asked you guys a couple of questions and we're just going to read off some of the answers that we got so the first question that we asked you guys is we asked how do you guys prioritize the things in your life and so we'll just alternate responses this one says relationships family pets work school in that order nice I love the pets built in I think it's I love honestly make a list of what is important and what can wait yes do things that give me joy fill me up and are restful and then it says, unless I'm pleasing others, lol. <laughs> a true too. Yeah, the struggle. <laughs> being clear with what my long-term goals are and being sure my daily actions align with who I want to be. Um, he, I think meaning Jesus, works in the details and desires um, a daily relationship to know us. Trusting he is in the process and guiding each step even if we can't see the future. Very good insight. Snaps to yeah. that. I don't know what those snaps are going to sound like in the mic, but uh, <laughs> enjoy. Um, this one I thought was actually really good. Um, it says, journal before a season you know will be different or sometimes too late when you're struggling. But I thought that was actually really good. Like this kind of idea of preparation. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah. Um, have a schedule and when to do slash want to plan stuff. Agreed. Um, this one says, one, God, two, myself, three, everything else. Good. I well okay I want to take a minute on that one I really liked that because I think that I mean even the way I was raised so like my mom's like my parents generation they I grew up saying God first other second myself last but I think really yeah. truly like we do have to like be in tune with where we're at to be able to serve others that's all I wanted to say about that I agree no I agree wholeheartedly I do think that I think sometimes we've taken we've taken serving others to an extreme. Like, obviously, yes, that's very important. But I do think we have taken it to an extreme to where we become so depleted that it's like we can't even effectively serve others yeah. anymore. So it just becomes yeah. kind of like not relevant. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I think about what will bring me lasting happiness and also consider deadlines when deadlines are for things. I think that's good. Yeah. I, the long-term perspective. Yeah. This one is how do you guys prevent burnout? Um, because burnout is a very real thing. Yeah. So the first one says taking breaks, scheduling time for lots of rest. I really liked the idea of literally building into your schedule time for rest because that is something that like I don't do it and I think it's really helpful to do. So yeah. Yes, I love that. Don't overwork yourself to death. Take breaks. So going off of that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. This one says reminding myself of the long-term goals and being faithful in the details of today. I loved that. That's good. Um, this one kind of goes along with breaks, but it says, take a Sabbath every week. Say, let me think about it instead of saying yes to everything. That was good. I love that. I like the idea of the pause. Um, there's, I watch this or I do yoga videos. This girl yoga by Candice is like how I started doing yoga. And whenever we like come out of Shavasana, um, at the end, like the final resting pose, she always says like, take this moment as a sacred pause. And I kind of like that let me think about it. I feel like it's kind of a sacred pause yeah. in a way. Last thing, last <laughs> thing, 
I love this one. <laughs> it says, I think people underestimate naps and zone out activities like reading or painting help a lot. Yes. And amen to that. My friends make fun of me so much for napping. Um, <laughs> I, I really do. I think we're told like, we're really told that we're not ever supposed to be like idle or quote unquote lazy, but it's like, you need that time. Like you really do like take time to nap, take time to, as you said, like zone out, like read or paint or do a coloring sheet or knit. I don't know if you know how to do that. Like, you know, taking those times to just like literally like not have your mind and body be like super engaged. Yeah. And then just enjoy like yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, I think that's all we have. Thanks for sticking with us. We know it's kind of a lengthier episode, but I think it's very pertinent. Um, as we always say, we're definitely like preaching to ourselves yeah. the entire time we record yeah. these. So, yeah. Um, do you want to let them know where they can find yeah, us? You can email us at. at oh, oh. You can also email us oh. at. I. Why do I always forget this? At the Hastings also- podcast. <laughs> I don't even know. No. <laughs> You can also email us hello.hasespodcast at gmail.com. Please leave that part in. That was so funny. Um, yeah, you can send us an email, but we're mostly active on Instagram. That's where we got like a lot of these questions from and things like that. So yeah, we are planning on having a guest in the upcoming weeks. Um, yes. To be announced. We're not really sure when it's going to happen, but we're super excited about that. So you guys can hear something other than our voices for the last like three months. Woohoo! So yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Bye, sis. Bye, Ready? Oh. Oh, frick. <laughs>